Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. It's Well, with England heading to the final of the Euros this weekend, Sunday evening at 8 o'clock, we thought we'd play a clip from the Limerick Today archives of England star striker Harry Kane's Limerick connections. Gillian chatted to his cousins Pat Horrigan and Pat Fitzgerald when England made it to the semi-final of the World Cup a couple of years back. I always knew that the Canes had a Limerick connection and that Theresa Fitzgerald was the, the mother of uh, Pat Keane, who was Harry Kane's father. Kane is distinct, distinct from Keane. Uh, I am in regular contact with my cousin Margaret Ryan Saunders, who lives in London. Her mother was Phyllis Fitzgerald. My uncle was married to Margaret's mother, Phyllis Fitzgerald. His, his twice-great-grandfather, Jim Flood, was an All-Ireland medal winner with Limerick in 1897. So, so that means his, his sporting abilities definitely come from the Limerick side of the family, Pat. Is that right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, and like, would you yourself be a sporting man? Yeah, I played hurling and I played soccer and I, so, and my father won an All-Ireland medal with um, poor and tug of war, so mm. just plenty sport there. Mm. Just plenty sport there. Mm. This news, I suppose it's, it was news to me anyway, until recently, um, that Harry Kane had Limerick roots. Has it brought a bit of life to Caroline and the families around there? Is there great interest now in yeah, the World Cup? there's a lot of people talking about it now and they'll pull you up, make sure that you're well, his cousin and things. You know, checking you out. <laughs> I told him before, but they wouldn't believe me. And tell me, in the local pubs, does that mean everybody's shouting for, for England? We hope not anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, I, there is a good uh, rapport going on with members of the Fitzgerald family, the Carey family. You know, they have a little boast and rightly so. I mean, they can hold their heads up, have a little bit of a slagger match even about how, how, how sporty they are. You know, that goes on. Yeah, they're trying to claim him up in Galway. Like, they're trying to say Harry Kane's more related to Galway than he is to Limerick. They're not right about that, though. No, Pat, they're not they? right at all. No, no. Right, Pat Fitzgerald and Pat Horrigan there, the Caroline and Caraconlish connections to England star Harry Kane. Now, I don't know about the pubs, will it be outdoor anyway, I suppose, and uh, whether there'll be England flags out in that part of Limerick, but I think we can be fairly certain that uh, in parts of Limerick, one in particular for sure, there will be Italian flags out because it is Italy taking on England in the final at Wembley. Forza Italia, Forza Italia, Forza Viva Italia, eccetera Viva Italia, eccetera Viva Italia, eccetera Cheney, right um, Raf Rocca is uh, with us and uh, Raf is of Sporting Limerick but as the name suggests has very strong Italian heritage. Uh, good morning to you Raf. Morning Joe, how are we doing? 
So how are you feeling now in advance and your family of uh, Sunday evening? Uh, relatively confident, Joe. Um, I think I think England are probably a better matchup for Italy than than Denmark are. To be honest with you, or Denmark would have been. Um, but I don't think. I think you know if anyone's going to spoil the party, I think Italy won't be phased by going into Wembley. They won't be phased by having the anthem booed as, as it most likely will be. And uh, you know, I go back to 2006 when they played Germany in the semi final in Dortmund, and. Uh, you know, they were well able to deal with a hostile crowd then. Uh, I'd expect, I'd hope that they'd be able to deal with them someday evening. Well, I, the thing is, they are football aristocracy, um, Italy, aren't they? You know, it is so ingrained, maybe alongside opera, in the culture of the country and has been for generations. It, you know, they are World Cup winners. So, I mean, they're, they're hardly going to suddenly decide, oh, we're terribly intimidated by this big final we have to play. No, absolutely. Look, four World Cups and I think one European Championships. The, the Euros, they've been more successful in the World Cups than they have the Euros. And, you know, you could argue that the Euros is a harder competition to win with, with, with tougher teams in it, you know. But um, I'm sure this is one they'll want, they'll want to put right. I mean, they were beaten by France in a final in 2000, beaten by Spain in the final in 2012. It's kind of been all or nothing for Italy in the Euros. They've either tended to go out early or get the finals but um, either way they haven't been successful I think France 84 was the last time they won a Euros which would have been the World Cup team of 82 so they're, they're no stranger I think they've they've three major tournaments won since since England last uh, won a trophy and they've also appeared in, in, in several finals 94 World Cup finals uh, as well you know So my next door neighbour is Italian um, it was pointed out to me last night that we think she might be on holidays up the country because I was looking forward to seeing the flag out um, on Sunday evening. Um, uh, but what's your sense of it? Will you have flags out? And, and where are you on this whole England next door neighbours and should we be supporting them versus Italy, you know, much farther away from us? Look, I, I, to be honest with you, I think the England player is fine, but I, I think it's some of the jingoism and some of the carry-on that goes with the with the whole, I think even some of the questions directed towards Casper Smeichel in the week about how does he feel about football coming home and some of that arrogance that just comes through some of the coverage is, is what, what turns a lot of people off. But with regards to neighbours, I'm sure if it was Scotland in the final, they'd be a bit more, uh, we'd be a bit more receptive to getting behind them. Do you think so? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, and the fact that uh, this, you know, bizarre um, difference in approach where lots of Limerick people support English football clubs. Yeah, I suppose, look, it's just one of the great uh, kind of um, conundrums of, of, of sports that you can you can follow the club team. But I suppose, look back in, when, in the 80s and 90s, lots of Irish players would have been playing for the likes of Liverpool and Manchester United as well. So there would have been that kind of link that has remained. But um, yeah, I suppose, look, it's... Uh, no, sport doesn't have to make sense of it, you know. No, it doesn't. And and what about you know your your dad, for example? I mean, what what does this mean to him? Ah, huge! Look, I mean, I suppose since he came to Ireland back in the late seventies, they've been they've won two World Cups and been to a few finals and stuff like that. So it's always a special, especially it's like I suppose when Irish people abroad, if Ireland do well, uh, no more than any diaspora, it's, it's it's always nice to see your 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 home country get to, get the finals. Right, uh, Turlock's on the line as well. Hello, Turlock. Morning, Joe. How are you? I'm good. So, what do you make of all of this? Well, Joe, this is what I mean. Like, you know, the English manager seems to be a gentleman. A lot of players are, are good good soccer players. We, we all follow them, you know, when I find Liverpool, Waterfield by United. But, I mean, like, you know, the English press, Joe, the other problem, the other problem. And this crap is coming home. It came home in 1966, 55 years ago. Like, how, how can it be coming home, Joe, after 55 years? 
I, I know, Charlotte, but I mean, you you were a soccer man to your bones in Limerick and people be well aware of that. So what I'm wondering is, you know, we, we've done this as well. I mean, some of the lyrics of our support songs for Ireland over the years, you know, I mean, you, you wouldn't want to interpret them too closely, would you? No, you wouldn't, Joe, but I think the Irish support and the English support, it's like chalk and cheese. When the, English, when the, when the Irish support goes, we're accepted everywhere. We're accepted all over the world. And World Cups, the Euros, it was since we were there, it'll be a while before we make it again. But we were back in the Euros and, and the World Cups. I mean, we, we were accepted all over, but everybody, it's just a problem and there's a, a stigma. With, uh, there, there is, but is it entirely fair? I mean, there are lots of English people here in oh, Limerick no, and all right. who are supportive of, of England, but well, who wouldn't dream majority, of getting involved in Tuggery? No, the, majority, the majority of English supporters are probably of the highest quality, the highest calibre. But it's like everything else. It's the and we can park we can park the the uh, supporters. But I mean, I think the biggest biggest problem and the biggest uh, threat to England is the media. Yeah, but sure, I mean the media. But you're like the media can blame for everything. You know, I mean, like I know what you're, you're, I mean, you're not you're not going to base you're not going to base, for example, your support for the Limerick hurlers on the Egypt tree that I go on with on this program. No, no, but you're know, like there's a big difference. I mean, like if you take your even. Uh, any you, you, your Irish uh, commentators like it's chalk and cheese. I mean, like you know, even watching some of them, it's it's just oh, it's, it's a stigma. There's simply something there the whole time. Whether it's Ireland, England, Ireland. I mean, it doesn't happen in rugby, Joe. That's what, that's the thing about it. It doesn't happen happen in rugby. Like you're, you're when Ireland play uh, in, in Twickenham or when they come over here, it's, it's chalk and cheese. I mean, to watch the the soccer contingent. All right. Okay, well, we went and see what happens. Raf Rocca, enjoy yourself over the weekend with all that Italian heritage, although very much a, a Limerick man. Turlock McNamara, great to chat to you as well. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.